Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. Uh, I didn't tell you, Jojo, but I got new phones, son. Oh, sweet. What do you think? What did you get? <laughs> Galaxy S21. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. You know I ain't going to change. I was, for a while there, I was tempted to change to to them folks uh, with the cult. Oh, no. I was tempted because... Don't go to the dark side. Oh, dude. You know, every podcaster keeps talking about, you know, whatchamacallit, the clubhouse and blah, 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 and, you know, how it's invite only and clubhouse and woo-woo. And I'm like... I can't get a clubhouse thing unless I go go to the dark side. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, okay, all right, all right. So, but then I thought about it. And I'm like, nah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I, no I, ain't, not- I ain't doing that shite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't join the dark side. I'm here, Jojo. I'm here to stay, son. You know what I mean? Right. So (laughs) we should probably go ahead and get started, right? Okay. Sounds good. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, Ta-ta-ta. Boom-boom. Pa-pa. Yes, 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 yes. Um, Let me see if I can do this. The right way, the proper way, right? <laughs> the proper way. <laughs> this is Kicking and Streaming Podcast, a binge watcher's guide to streaming movies, TV series, and stuff. Here are your hosts, Graham and Jocelyn. Yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming Podcast. And today we are streaming live because guess what? Last night it was uh, the Oscars and uh, Graham and Jojo are going to sit down here and teach you what we learned about the Oscars. (laughs) What we learned. (laughs) Yeah. And and also we are going to have uh, some fun talking about our predictions and how... (laughs) All of those came about. Let's see how good we are at this shit. Hey, Jojo. (laughs) (laughs) And in that case, I have to say hello, Jojo. Howdy do, Graham. Uh, Welcome to another howdy do uh, from Jojo and Graham. Today, as we said, we're here and we are happy that you're here with us, uh, the folks that have joined us live. Thank you very much for being here. We yes. really appreciate it. Let's see. What else? Let's get started then, Jojo. And um, let's start by talking about the the spectacle itself, right? The the Oscars, the whole the whole shebang. What did you think of it? Because I, I thought it started with a bang and I liked it. I liked the smaller venue. I liked the entrance. I liked the fact that they chose Regina King. I could watch Regina King just walk, walk for an entire four hours. but but yeah so what did you think of it yeah i i i agree with you i uh 
I liked the the smaller scale. I, I liked I, I liked it. I thought it was I thought it was cool. Yeah, and the fact that they started the whole thing like as as if it were a movie, right? Like you know, yeah. I I love that. It was the Steven Soderbergh signature ocean something uh, type of vibe. Yeah. The fact that it was at a, a, a Union Station, you know, instead of a luxurious type of Dolby uh, theater, I, I think it was fun. It was beautiful. It was retro. There was this whole Art Deco vibe going on. And I actually concluded, Jojo, that with that said, we are better off with... When it's a smaller venue like that, it's okay to not have a host. But I think when it's a huge-ass venue, you kind of need somebody to break the ice. What, what do you think of that? Yeah, I agree. When it's when it's a really large venue, you sort of need somebody or, or a few somebodies kind of like guiding things and, and kind of like helping you figure out what's going on. But I, I think this year worked out perfectly for what, what was going on. I think it was better than than previous years without a pandemic. Yeah, and, and here's the thing. So I know what they were trying to do. And, and, and when I say I know what they were, were trying to do is because they went out of their way to explain what they were trying to do. Did I find it absolutely necessary? No, not the smaller venue part. I mean, because of course, you know, we're still living with a pandemic. All right. So yes. so the smaller venue is perfectly fine. I just don't understand the whole no no song performance things, you know, what I mean, like there's a lot of things that they 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 decided not to do that I see no re in what way it would have changed it would have made things any different if they did. Like Yeah. I I always enjoyed the the performances of songs that was one of my favorite parts of the Oscars. So that was, was kind of sad to miss that. In terms of the, of the awards itself, I feel like they kept it slightly predictable, meaning that most of whom we thought were going to win won most of the, the, the movies in the productions we thought were going to take the night. They did. In fact, I was surprised, as a matter of fact, about about a Sound of Metal. Actually, I thought that it was nice that Sound of Metal. You and I love Sound Sound of Metal, and I thought it was nice that it got nominated. But on the other hand, I didn't think that they were going to come out with anything. I, I was like, "Yo, I'm I'm just happy with the nominations," you know. So yeah. so 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 in that respect, the night went went well in a lot of ways, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it really did. It really did. I mean, there was there was some cool stuff that happened. Yeah, but on the other hand, it had to be the Ampas. It had to be Hollywood. It had to be the Oscars for somebody or for a group of somebody's to just fuck it up at the end. And we're gonna, we're gonna get to that part. But <laughs> let's get started then with I am going to shout them out, Jojo, and you will tell us then. What we predicted and who okay. won, right? Okay. okay. So for best original screenplay, we had Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. So you... when we did our prediction, what did mm -hmm. I predict? What did you predict? Uh, 
So you said, did you say adapted or or best? Best original screenplay, yeah. Best original. So you had Minari and I had Trial of Chicago 7. Bust. (laughs) 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 The winner of that one was uh, Promising Young Woman, which actually... I've been mentioning the name of Emerald Fennell, Emerald Fennell, Emerald Fennell during this entire time. But I actually didn't know that Emerald Fennell was the actress who played Camilla Parker Bowl on this just recent season of The Crown. I didn't know. I just didn't know that either. (laughs) You know. I I mean I saw the actress, I'm like, yeah, she's very good as Camilla. Wow, 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 whatever. And then the whole movie thing happened, and I hear Emerald Fennell, Emerald Fennell. But I never learned her name as the actress on The Crown until last night. I'm like, oh, so that's her. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, Juju. What, what about this movie? Like, what have you heard or learned about this movie, The, the <laughs> Promising Young Woman? I've heard really good things about it. I, I, I want to watch it, but I, I, it's just one of those things, but um, I've heard really, really good things about it, that it's groundbreaking and, you know, very interesting and, and, and those kinds of things. So um, I, I, I've heard fabulous things about it. Yeah. So I had a lot of opportunities to watch it, especially after Karen Mulligan, hosted Saturday Night Live and I saw just a little bit of a little more than the trailer. So mm-hmm. the, the bit that they show you was showed you was went a bit past the trailer and I was like, this looks good. I probably should watch it. And then that's mm-hmm. that's all there was to it. So I never got to that part. Yeah, I never got to it either. So I um I I, I you know, even if it hadn't won, it would have still been on my list of things to watch because I have heard such good things about it. But but it here's just the thing. Happened. Here's the thing. Emerald Fennell been one of the female directors nominated. You know, even though she didn't come out winning as best director. But I am glad that she took home an Oscar, that's for sure. Yes. You yes. know, it, it wasn't the the famous let's nominate females and not give them anything <laughs> type of thing. So yeah. So we saw that happening here and it was it was it was great. Yeah. I, I have was. yet to see the movie and hopefully when I see the movie, I'm like, yeah, I can see why she won an Oscar. But yeah. You know. So we move on now to best adapted screenplay. And those were Borat, subsequent movie film, The Father, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, and The White Tiger. So what were our predictions here, Georgia? You had Nomadland and I had The Father. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Look at that. Do, Do you remember what made you decide? The father. I think because I thought that it would be its consolation prize. Huh. I was like, I don't think it's going to win. <laughs> so you you didn't think, for win. instance, Olivia Coleman was going to win Best Actress at no, the time? No, 
Right. No, I didn't think that. I certainly did not think Anthony Hopkins was going to win, Sir Anthony Hopkins. Um, so I thought this was because I know that this movie is apparently fantastic and fabulous and all of those wonderful words. Yeah. Um, but I was like, that's going to be its consolation prize. Nobody else is going to win. Oh, wow. Well, okay, <laughs> Jojo, that's one for you. Are we taking notes? <laughs> 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 I got one. Yay. I think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, yeah, the father won. So, Judge has got a point. So, we move on now to, I mean, there's a little bit that we actually skipped. Yes. But did we not talk about best live, live action short? I don't know. I don't have that we did. Okay. Did we talk about best visual effects? No. I have production design. Okay. So so that's what we're going to go with, production design. <laughs> I have to find it on the list. I don't know where it is. I don't, I don't, like, I don't see it. Oh, it's under uh, best actress in a supporting role. What? In the article. Production design. Okay. So... For production design, actually, it was The Father, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, and Tenet. Right? Yeah. And here's the thing. I think it was Mank that won it, but I don't remember. Was it It Mank? Mank won. Yes, they did. Did we make predictions in that one? We did. You picked Mank. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it worked for me. (laughs) (laughs) And I picked Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh huh. So this is good, eh? Yes. All right. So production design. Did we talk about animated short? I don't remember us talking about. I don't have that on our list. Best original song. Did we do that one? We did do that one. Okay. And let's see. So best original song nominated were Husevik, Fight for You, EOC, Speak Now, and Hear My Voice. And I can remember actually picking Hear My Voice because I told you that I actually stayed a little longer after the trial of the Chicago 7 when the, the, when the uh, credits were rolling. I actually stayed a little longer just to listen to that song. Because I found I found it absolutely moving, and yes. I picked that one, right? Yes, you did. So, who was the winner? Which one did you pick, Jojo? <laughs> I picked Speak Now. Really? <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to see? This? <laughs> <laughs> I'll scan it and send it to you. <laughs> and 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 who won? I believe Speak Now won, didn't they? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was, no, fight, it was for fight for you. you. Fight for you, it was right? Fight for you. Yeah, fight for you. So we we yeah we missed that. <laughs> but here's the thing: that like, I I okay. So fight for you is a song for for Judas, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes, and yes. there was a there was a vibe of a marching vibe to it, like a you know strong protest in. in in all of that, you know, but I found it to be too much of a happy song. And so for me, it was like, this movie wasn't that happy. 
<laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. On, 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 on neither of the fronts, I wasn't happy for Bill O'Neill. I wasn't happy for uh, Chairman Fred. Uh, there was nothing about it that made me happy. And I understand the, the fighting attitude, the fight for you and the fist in the air type of thing, because this is a movie that it is largely about the Black Panthers. But still, I found that there was a string of happiness to it that, that, did, that didn't comport to the rest of the film. And so, so like too upbeat and, and, and not having like a thread of tragedy or something like that running through it or a thread of darkness. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I, I don't know if this is going to be the film. So when you listen to hear my voice, for instance, there's a bit of lamentation going on here. And so that's the kind of thing that they go for. And so, yeah. so I, I got it wrong, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and so did I. All right. So after that, then, uh, I think we did give a shout out to makeup and hairstylist, didn't we? Let's see. I, if we did, I didn't write it down. So. Oh, no. I think we did costume design and, uh. Costume design and uh, and cinematography. Yes. Right. Yes. To be honest, I was happy to see that in in makeup and hairstyling. Let's go. Let's go over that one. Even though we didn't make any prediction, makeup yeah. and hairstyling was Emma, Hillbilly Elegy, Marini's Black Bottom, Mank, and Pinocchio, and Marini's Black Bottom took it. Yes. Yeah. You can't make a black movie and let anybody else win <laughs> makeup and hair styling. I'm just saying, especially a black movie in the, tw- what was it? In, was it in the twenties? Styled in yeah. the twenties. I yeah. mean, that's, that's, that's right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was really happy that they won and uh, I, I enjoyed the, the, the message. The acceptance. Yes, yes, that yeah. was. I heard an interview with this lady, and it's like she always talks like that, though. You know, I mean, like this wasn't like a, uh, this wasn't like a speech that she prepared, and she she talked like, <laughs> you know, what I mean. So I, I was, yeah, you tell them, you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and from then, from from uh, makeup and hairstyling. I'd like to move on to actually film editing because I actually realized how dope, how dope is Chloe Zhao last night? Because, okay, she directed the movie. She produced it, produced it and the whole thing, right? Like, she pulled like a Clint Eastwood for me here because you remember like the movie that Clint Eastwood wrote the screenplay, directed it, and actually freaking wrote and directed the score, uh, yes. one of his, you know, cowboy up shit. Yes. And he was the, he was nominated for at least three of those four categories. And I, I, all we heard about was this movie was directed and adapted by Chloe Zhao. The screenplay was adapted by her. She directed it. But at no point did I remember even looking of the fact that she also edited the damn thing. That's amazing. That's amazing to me. Like that's 
I, I didn't, that didn't connect for me either. And that's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. And I, I guess the reason why I, I got so much more impressed by it is precisely because nowhere near Hollywood film, but I go through what editing is. <laughs> and it's the part I feel is the part of the art of, of, of creating something that makes you easily want to quit. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm done. You know what I mean? Like, I love directing this shit. I love thinking about it. I love writing it. When it comes to the editing part, there are moments you're like, oh, fuck it. Why did I even start this? You know what I mean? <laughs> In that she, she, she did it. She, you know what? And on the other hand, we always talked about the editing. We were very impressed with the editing of Sound of Metal. Yes. And one of the things that I remember us talking about it was the fact that when the sound would actually take you into understanding what not hearing when people are talking around you is all yes. about. Yes. Yes. And, and it actually should should it should take a, an absolutely genius sound editor to do that or editor for that matter. Yes. And so I was happy that yeah. uh, sound of sound of metal won. Me too. Me too because it was it was beautifully done and really brought so much to the movie that you know you weren't taken out of the experience whatsoever of the movie and it just it just added to it and uh whoever did it was was genius um i'm not familiar with this work <laughs> so what do we have next jojo best uh original score we talked about that and uh so i have that called up i've got um it was Nominated to Five Bloods, Mank, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. And we both of us had picked Soul. And we were right. <laughs> yes, we were right. John Baptiste <laughs> got his Oscar, right? Yes. So now he just need he, he has Grammy, he has Oscar. And he just won a BAFTA, I think, too. <laughs> he just needs a Tony, and I think that's a triple crown, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved uh, Jean Baptiste's speech. It was it was somebody that you could tell that was incredibly overwhelmed by emotions, yes. but also he was he was he was saying some beautiful things out there, and I was like, "You tell them, Jean Baptiste. You tell them." <laughs> yeah. So this is when we got good. right, isn't it? Yes, we did. Yep. All right. So what else we got? Did we... Uh, we did cinematography. We did cinematography. Yes. All right. And so the nominees for that one was Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, News of the World, Nomadland, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. And who did we predict would win? This is another one where we, we picked the same one. We both picked Mank. And we weren't wrong. Nope, we weren't wrong. Mm, we're good. <laughs> Dude, we're, we're good. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. We, we could do this for a living, Jojo. <laughs> but as many as 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 uber dominated as Mank was, 
they didn't end the night with a lot of things on the other bed, no. did they? No, they really didn't, which was a surprise, a welcome surprise for me because I'm used to Hollywood loving Hollywood. So maybe they're getting <laughs> over themselves. <laughs> I, I think we, we talked about it so much that they were like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and shut this to little North Carolina podcasters and shit that think they know us. How do they? they don't know us like that. Yes, exactly. They, they, they don't. Let's shake things up just for Graham and Jocelyn. <laughs> so did we do best animated film? We did, and we picked Soul. And we, we soul. and we weren't wrong either. And we weren't wrong. But no. let, let's go through the nominees. Onward, mm-hmm. Over the Moon, Sean the Sheep movie, Soul, and Wolf Walkers. Uh, I have to say that I, I don't I don't know where I can watch any of these movies except for Soul. This is true. I don't know either. Right. I, don't, I don't know either. You would think, being best animated movies... You should you should know what to what to. I'm gonna have to go through Hulu and Netflix or whatever, but like I I don't know where where to find them. I think Onward is on Disney Plus. Onward. I think Onward is if it's the one I'm thinking of. Okay, so I I have to take a look at it because uh, I think it's a Pixar. I think it's a Pixar movie. I think it's one of the ones you know they kind of sneak in every so often that isn't that good, but not bad either. What did you think about these documentary winning My Octopus Teacher? I've wanted to watch that. It's been on my watch list and really? I haven't watched it yet. I um I have heard amazing things about this documentary that it will make you cry, it'll make you see the world a different way. So, I uh I've I have been wanting to watch it, but I So So this is something that you knew of and you you were looking forward to watching. Yes, it's on Netflix. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a go because I, I thought the the two dudes were the the guy and the and the, and the girl were were very interesting, and sometimes they were talking about stuff like I'm like, are they still talking about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> this dude would go to places and stuff like you know I'm like. Is it is it a real octopus or is it somebody <laughs> that he just called Mr. Octopus? Like he was referring to real people there, you know what I'm saying? So Yeah. I'm gonna give it a go. But they looked very happy and it looks like it took them a tons of years to yeah. <laughs> to to make this film. So that they won, that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Let's go ahead and uh, talk about best animated short. I don't know that this is one that we predicted, but I, I was I was really I was really interested in, in in this because I know that at some point I remember us talking about if anything if anything happens I love you. Yes, and we said that this is something that before the Oscars we were going to watch because, but. The question was, where do you find short films to watch? Like, where do you go to, to, you know, where do you refer to? Yes. Because the question was, 
do they just make them for the purpose of of winning an award or right or is it like only film students can see them or that kind of thing i remember saying that yeah yeah and i'm i'm still curious to know to see what if anything happens i love you is about because it is it is actually on netflix yeah um and i have watched it and it is very emotional How how long is it? Is it about 12, 10, 12 minutes? I believe it's about 16 minutes. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a lot to, to do in 16 minutes, to bring all that emotion and all that. Yeah, know. it's it's very... Um, I, I didn't see any of the other ones. I just did happen to see that one, and I, I it, it deserved to win. Because it's. Um, did you ugly cry on that one? I, I didn't ugly cry, but I did cry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't ugly cry, but I, I did. I did have tears coming down. <laughs> you know who's good at ugly crying? Whenever she cries, she gets the, them two snorts out of there. Viola Davis. <laughs> oh yeah, man, that's not right there, man. Oof. That's that's a no miss right there. I think she 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 rubs some vapor rub under her nose just so she can, you know, <laughs> she gets snotty and shit. Get it going. Eat some chili peppers or something. <laughs> <laughs> right. So best foreign film. Did we make a prediction on that? Best foreign film. If we did, I didn't write it down. I, I don't think we did. <laughs> we did. I don't, I don't think we did. But. The nominees for those were Another Round from Denmark, Better Days from Hong Kong, Collective, Romania, The Man Who Sold His Skin, Tunisia, and Kuovadis Aida, Bosnia-Herzegovina. Now, I have to say something about Collective. I heard an interview with the director of Collective, and... Collective is actually one of the best foreign language movies that for me has been has ever been made. And I need to find this and watch it. The reason being, it is because this dude goes years back into the public hospital system of Romania and, oh, wow. and basically unraveled all of these corruption oh yes ongoing yes. corruption yes. and how many lives it's it has cost and it basically created a a revolution in yes. romania yes i do remember hearing about this movie and the fact that this movie actually essentially changed the healthcare Forever and yes. for a good for in a good way. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I need to watch these. But here's the thing, though. Now that we're talking about foreign movies, foreign language movies, do you know that the win of Chloe Zhao is not being celebrated in China? Mm-hmm. Yeah. After when she was nominated, Chloe Zhao was hailed as the pride of China and the whole thing, especially given the fact that she has always been a front runner. 
with, with her nomination as best director. But somehow China unearthed a a 10 years old interview that she gave talking about her experience growing up in China and how when she immigrated elsewhere, she had to unlearn a lot of things because of that sense of propaganda and nationalism and all that. And since then, her name has been banned in China. And so you couldn't watch the Oscars last night in China. Wow. Because of Chloe Zhao. And secondly, because there is one of the movies there that is about the situation in Hong Kong. Yes. So yes. They, 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 they did a blackout on, on the Oscars because of that. So I thought that was interesting and I wanted to bring it up. But this film that won, uh, the film from Denmark, I'm, I'm interested to see what it's all about, you know, because it's about some dudes drinking shit, some <laughs> middle-aged white dude drinking. <laughs> Sounds like my father-in-law is here, but you know, speak they're Danes. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it must be very special to win over something that essentially changed a country's history—not history, but you know what I mean. Yeah, future, future. Yeah, and the man who sold his skin. Is also an interesting movie. Very interesting. I like interesting. the title. I like the title. The Man Who Sold His Skin. And the little piece that they showed actually is very intriguing. Yeah. But the one that, that, that caught my attention the most, I'm going to tell you, is the one from Bosnia and Herzegovina, the Kuovadis Aida. That movie seemed to be absolutely dope. There's a lady there. The little bit that they showed, this lady is acting the fucking shit out of it and and I am I am in awe and I would love to see that that movie I think it is mostly in English obviously heavily accented uh, wherever I, if I could find it I would definitely watch it yeah that's I, I wish that there was like I almost wish that there was like a streaming service that was just for things that have been nominated for stuff like Golden Globes and BAFTAs and and, and Oscars, like it would just stream those kinds of things. Yeah, and what I see happening a lot is that those streaming services that want to brag as to how many nominations they get, they put all those movie, all those movies up. Like you know, yeah. uh, Amazon put all the movies that they got nominated. Like you can watch them before the Oscars and see. And Netflix did the same thing. But I would be happy with with something like that. What like you take like you're saying. That, oh, you yeah. got nominated? Let's put you in here. Let's throw you in this pile so that people can get to you. And I would yeah. I would I would happily pay for that because there's award shows going on all the time. You know, so so it would be it was it would be good to see. Yeah, something, you know, because the, the stuff that's less mainstream, you know, the the Netflix and the Amazon, you know, the the foreign language films, the short films, the animated shorts. It's, I don't know how to find those necessarily unless, you know, they are on Netflix or, or something like that, but it'd be very cool if there was a service that just 
did a big conglomeration that you could watch it. I mean, only even if they only did it for a couple months before the, the awards or, or after, yeah. it would just it would be very cool. Yeah, uh, maybe we should go ahead and maybe and, we should start go to Shark Tank. <laughs> you know, we'll go to Shark Tank and propose that shit. You know, you yeah. nominated, you won, son. Yeah. You know, let's then move on to best supporting actress. The nominees were Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film, Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman, The Father, Amanda Seyfried, Mank, and Yoo Jung Yoon for Minari. And what predictions did we have on that one, Jojo? I myself didn't make one. I just said I didn't want it to be Glenn Close. <laughs> I remember and, that. <laughs> and um, you chose Maria, ba- I can't say her last name. Bakalova. Bakalova. <laughs> that was your pick. Yeah. I seriously thought Maria Bakalova had a chance. But when I saw how charming Yu Jung Yoon is, I'm like, I'm fucking glad she won. She was the <laughs> best, the best acceptance speech, the cutest, the most adorable person up there, man. I yes. mean, she was funny. She was lovable. She was everything. I could, I could sit and listen to her. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said something about Brad Pitt. Like, finally. I get to be on the same stage as Brad Pitt. Come here, Mr. Brad Pitt. And then then she said, look, I don't believe in competition. We are all actors here. We've all done a fantastic job. I'm just luckier than you all tonight. (laughs) Yes, she was was good. (laughs) You wanted to squish her. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. She was fantastic. So, uh, look, you know, Maria Bakalova jolted at the scene with her performance in in Borat. And I think it's one of the most well-deserved nominations we've seen Mm -hmm. in a long time for for newcomer. And I think... She won a couple of, of awards in the past awards, SAG awards and things like that. So 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 it's not like she's gonna end the award season empty-handed. The nomination, the Oscar nomination itself was an incredibly feat for her. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and to be honest with you, this was one of those categories that was anybody's game, I I, I wanna say. Yeah, I agree. I agree very much. With I think that. best supporting honestly- actor, best supporting actress, and best supporting actress. Both these categories were any anyone's game, wasn't it? I agree. Any one of them could have won, and it would have been. You know, they were all. It was. It, it was like you know, in a horse race, it was all the same horse. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Glenn Close, who didn't win, uh, did you see her doing Dabot? I, I did. <laughs> you know what? Like, I, I was a little bit, it was a bit cringy to me when the whole bit started until they got to, to Glenn Close. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Glenn Close kind of 
stole the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> she really did. She really did. So cool. I, I really like Glenn Close. I really, really do. I just didn't want her to win for this particular nomination. Yeah, we heard you loud and clear, Georgia. We heard you. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Stop the hate, man. <laughs> right. So <laughs> we move on now to Best Supporting Actor. The nominees were Sasha Baron Cohen, Trial of the Chicago Seven, Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah, Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr., One Night in Miami, Paul Racy, Sound of Metal, Lakeith Stanfield, Judas and the Black Messiah. What predictions did we make there, Jojo? It's, I'm having trouble reading my handwriting, so I must have missed this, but it was, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Say, say that again. I'm having trouble reading my handwriting. <laughs> I, I felt like I... You know. <laughs> we needed a sound effect for that, yes. That's, I like, yeah, that's, that, that's, that's <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> um, I'm going to put one there that is a tiny violin too. Uh, let's see um because i believe the the winner was your was your pick from what i can read of my scribble okay so we're talking about daniel kaluuya yes okay yeah yeah that was it but i think you were rooting for paul racy Yes, I was. From Sound of Metal. Yes. And I thought, I remember saying that there was this whole controversy about why the, why why is it Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya are both nominated in Best Supporting Actor yes. in a movie where clearly there was a lead and clearly there was a supporting actor. So who yes. was who, right? And, yes. And I think, had they put Daniel Kaluuya in the category of best actor and like the Stanfield with uh, as best supporting actor, it is possible that like Stanfield wouldn't have won. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya wouldn't have won best actor, but like it's Stanfield on the other hand might have gotten away with it. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with that. I do. So, so what do you think in the end was the logic here? Like, okay. I I have no idea. This one was just this is the this is the huh part for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, huh? <laughs> I, I don't know. That was I it was odd to me. It was mad weird, man. Like, you yeah. know. Cause now like Keith is right there watching the guy that he co-starred with winning for basically the same category that he was in. You yes. know. So who, who in the eyes of the Academy, who was the lead actor yes. in Judas and yeah. the Black Messiah? Yeah, I, 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 this. I don't understand it either. This, this one made no sense to me. By the way, you know, I'm happy that Daniel Kaluuya won, you know, and, and <laughs> this dude is mad funny. <laughs> he, 
he just come up with shit and he's like, this is amazing. You got to celebrate life. You know, this is great because, you know, my mom and dad had sex and then I'm here. <laughs> and then they show you his mom like she was <laughs> she was in attendance from, from London. <laughs> and she was like, what is going on? And his sister and the sister went like, oh, shit. <laughs> which says to me that's how he really is like her reaction of that is, is, is says to me yeah that's how he is at home <laughs> it's like oh god he's doing it on stage oh man but like it was nobody was expecting that because he was talking about how great life is and how you have to celebrate every moment and blah 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 like that was getting deep and all yeah. of a sudden my mom and dad had sex and I, and, and now I'm here <laughs> it was like what but you should have seen mom's face though. she was like what is he saying <laughs> and the sister went like <laughs> and then later he said he said I'm probably gonna get some weird texts from mom later <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> that was awesome right then so let's move on to best Actress. Nominees were Viola Davis for Marini's Black Bottom, Andra Day, United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. What was our prediction here, Jojo? So we had, I have that you had Frances McDormand and that I had Viola Davis. Yay! And I got it! <laughs> Francis McDormand, I, I don't know, like, hey, Viola Davis was incredible in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. But overall, have you have you seen I Dormant have not seen yet? No, I have not seen it yet. This is going to be one of those Game of Thrones shit with you. I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> I, I already can see it. I, I already see it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know because this this is a movie you know that is is relevant relevant to my interests because you know I've I've occasionally wanted to just pack up a bus and say fuck it and drive <laughs> <laughs> and drive away and yeah so yeah. and then you look at the dogs and you're like no nah, let me wait for this one to die. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I feel you, man. <laughs> I hear you. But here's the crazy thing. Frances McDormand won, and this lady can't help but being weird. <laughs> First of all, she howled. Okay. Yo, and it was about this dude that was part of the crew who died, you know, uh, during the year, and his last name was Wolf. So, so it was like, this is for a wolf. Woo, 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 woo. The crazy thing is, Frances McDormand does not explain herself. She just goes on and does random shit. So mm-hmm. now you're like, what the fuck was that? So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, she's quirky, man. Yeah. She, she, is, she is, like, mad quirky. She is. 
I really wonder what she's like on set when she's working. Like, is she, is she like that between takes or is she, is she serious and focused? Right. It's interesting to me. Cause like, it's almost scary. Cause you never know what she's going to come up with. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. What if this lady just gets naked for no apparent reason and start walking around and she, like, what, how do you respond to, uh, excuse me, Miss, 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 Miss Fran? I don't know if you notice, but you, tubes are out and she. I mean, you know, and then her acceptance speech, she quoted uh, Macbeth. Right? But it was so weird that it took me a while to realize, oh, so, okay. She was like, you know, my word is my sword. My word is my sword and blah, 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 blah. And I, and I like working. And I'm like, how does that have anything to do with anything? Good. Good on you. Fine. Just get out. Like, now you, you, you're creeping the fuck out of me. <laughs> but I love her, man. I love her because you never know what to do. It's, it's, like, it's like watching, you know, when, when Robin Williams, was among yes. us. Like you yes. never knew what was gonna come out of his mouth and no. how he was gonna jump off and do something. You were like, Yeah, I can see that's, that's Robin Williams. Robin Williams right there. <laughs> Somebody sure. else it and was like, this motherfucker's crazy. You yes. know, because I mean here's the thing. When Tom Cruise jumped on the couch and shit and did all that, everybody went like this nigga went crazy. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Like it was, yes. There was no, yes, there was, no, it was, it was totally, <laughs> what drug got into his system, you know? <laughs> no, it was, it was so, it was so fake. It felt fake and staged weirdness, you know? And, um, but yeah, like you said, Robin Williams, you're like, yeah, that's Robin Williams. Yeah, of course he's going to jump on a couch. Yeah. Like it would be weird. If not. Didn't <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> So I think that's that's my Frances McDormand right there. She is, uh, but the one thing I can tell you is that anything I see her name on, I'm like, I'm gonna watch this because she freaking can act, man. She really can. She I, I I still love her performance in Fargo. Oh. It's one of my favorite performances of all time. Is her performance in Fargo, and she's just so good at it. So good. But I think with age also, she's gotten a level of confidence that, that I, yes. I, I no other actress. Because the thing is, like, she's no, I don't feel like she's worried about aging no, gracefully I don't think so. or whatever. Yes, you know, all the plastic like the surgery. I mean, I'm sure she's had something done. She, everybody. she does not give two shits about that. Yeah. And she's all about the acting. And, like, you can see it in her quirks. Like, she, she will... You know what I mean? Like, I, yo, <laughs> like the dress she was wearing last night. And I'm like, that looks like a midwife's dress and like an old midwife's <laughs> dress. Shit. <laughs> and she's right there, I'm just chilling, you know? Mm-hmm. But can anyone else get away with that? Can a 50 plus or 60 year old Hollywood actress of her category get away with that? Everybody would be all on top of it. Like, did you see what so and so was wearing? She, no one cares what she wears because she's like, she has she has the talent and and the daringness 
to do this kind of shit. <laughs> you yep. know. Yeah. Oh, that was me ranting about Francis McDormand and <laughs> Daniel Kaluuya imagining his parents having sex. And she, that got a bit too weird for me. <laughs> right. So shall we move to best actor, Jojo? Sure. Let's see. We had both chosen Chadwick Boseman. Okay. The nominees were Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman, Marini's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, Gary Oldman, Mank, and Stephen Yoon, Minari. And you said we both chose Chadwick Boseman. We did. And I think that's where they fucked it up. I agree. I agree. I, I don't understand them not giving him the award. I don't. I really don't. And and not not just because he died. I mean, although they do have a long history of, of giving someone who, who died, uh, you know, the Oscar. But I just, I mean, I haven't seen The Father. It's another one that I would like to see. But I just, it, it should have been Chadwick Boseman. I think we made that pretty clear that we we knew that we deserve he deserved the Oscar and not because he'd passed away. It yes. was because that performance was a performance of a lifetime. Yes. And so sometimes I struggle to understand what in the bloody hell the Academy is thinking. But yeah. I guess that's 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 the way it is, isn't it? Yeah, I I I don't I don't understand how their whole voting system works or anything like that. But like I said, I'm sure Sir Anthony Hopkins did a beautiful job because he's he's a wonderful actor. But I just I don't I don't understand choosing him over that per- performance. From what I heard, he uh, said some really beautiful things and gave this beautiful speech uh, this morning on Good Morning America. I did. I did hear about that. I haven't gotten to see it, but I did hear about that. It was yeah. apparently very nice. Yeah, but hey, I don't know. Like, I, I wasn't like shocked, but I could feel myself being completely disappointed when Joaquin announced Anthony. I, I don't I, like. I think the room. You could feel it in the room. Yeah, you know? I, I was I was shocked. I'll be honest, I was shocked. I I didn't I yeah. didn't expect that at all. Like I and I and then then you know I was disappointed, but I was shocked at first. Like my jaw dropped. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm ready to to just stop watching this, and thank God it was <laughs> the last thing. So we know that the next one is best picture. We uh, the nominees were the father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, and Sound Sound of Metal, and the Trial of the Chicago Seven. The problem we had with Best Picture, the problem we had is the same problem we had with Best Actor. The same problem we had is the the big absence of the five blo- the five bloods. Yes, I think. The Academy had enough time to make uh, to make it right on this one. Yes. And 
everybody made it very clear from the very beginning that this was wrong. Yes. And the fact that they still decided to go forward, to move forward without doing anything about it. Especially, especially the fact that Delroy Lindo wasn't even mentioned anywhere. Yeah. That wasn't that was that was a complete screw up on their part. That was that was unforgivable. Yeah. Yeah. And the crazy thing is like we don't have any problems with with all of the movies that were nominated. No, not at all. But there was room for for the five bloods. I haven't seen Mank and I already know that I'm not gonna be a big fan. I'm gonna watch it at some point, but I haven't seen it and I'm not I, I'm not dying to see it. The father, I I already know that, you know, putting Anthony Hopkins and Julia Robert, not Julia Roberts, Olivia Coleman, in the same room, is is bomb. Like, seriously. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's gonna be so much talent that <laughs> the room's gonna catch on fire. <laughs> Jesus, Judas and the Black Messiah is perhaps one of the best movies to come out this year, and it was very early in the year, so you can imagine. But it remains to be seen whether or not there will be anything better than that for the remainder of the year. So it was quite the nomination. Minari, I haven't heard anyone say anything disparaging about this movie. No, I have not either. I've only ever read or seen glowing things about it. I'm, re- I, I, I'm ready to watch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nomadland, of course, you've heard me talk about this movie in a way that is like mana from heaven or whatever. Yeah. When it comes to Promising Young Woman, like I said, I, I know that Emerald Fennel is very talented and obviously winning best screenplay, original screenplay, tells you that. Yes. Um, Carrie Mulligan apparently was absolutely fantastic on this one. It, it is one of those movies I also have in the back of my mind that I want to watch. Yes. But what's missing here? The Five Blood. Yeah. The Five Blood. It, 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 yeah. it's, it's an injustice of... Um, Magnificent proportion, I, I should say. Yes. So, not cool. Yeah, not cool at all. Best director, of course, was Thomas Vintenberg, Another Round, Emerald Fennel, Promising Young Woman, David Fincher, Mank, Lee Isaac Chong, Minari, and Chloe Zhao, Nomad Land. Did we predict on this one? Uh, let's see. So for director, it looks like we had, looks like, it looks like we had sort of come to a consensus between three. (laughs) Yeah. We did this three, three thing, right? Yeah. So, um, we both picked promising young woman, Minari and Mank. Yeah, in that in that order, it, it looks like we we've gone with with um, those three. Promising young woman, Minari or Mank. Yeah, 
So we actually didn't think Nomadland was gonna was gonna win. It. Yeah, I don't have any notif- any notes about Nomadland. Yeah. Well, then we missed that one. <laughs> but th- there's no one of the awards that Nomadland won that I'm like maybe he didn't deserve it. There's none, none, absolutely none. You know, I I, I thought I thought this was the movie that if that movie having a good night last night was was just was fair i think the only objectionable thing that happened last night was one uh the best actor and i I'm, don't mean i don't mean any disrespect shantay hopkins no you know is one of the greatest welshmen to ever live <laughs> at the same time i do I do think Chadwick should have taken that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other injustice, of course, is the five blood. Yes. Uh, before we close out, Jojo, I'd like to share with you some very, you know, Twitter is very unforgiving. Yes. So Twitter went to work last, uh, last night and people were tweeting some very funny things about the looks at the Oscar. <laughs> so I wanted to share some some with you. I'm gonna yes. put it on. I like I was like busting laughing uh, <laughs> at work today because I was like, okay, so about Emerald Fennel, it says Fennel described this look as her, look herself as Susan, your pottery teacher who's roping you into a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> And then this one is going to the comment about Laura Dern's gown. <laughs> see, uh, see this? The duster from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Dern is going as the duster from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, there are two about Halle Berry that had me dying. <laughs> this is the next one. <laughs> Why is Halle Berry rocking Josh Harnett's hair from the 2000s? <laughs> oh, my goodness. And then he puts the picture right next to it. You're like, yeah, that is true. Yeah, oh. yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and what about this one? This one doesn't say anything. It's just like Oscars. <laughs> this one is a bit deep. But like, if you if you get it, you get it. He's trying to take Chadwick's place as the most versatile black biographical actor. First, Fred Hampton, and now he's studying for the role of Laurie Lightfoot. Range. <laughs> that is true. That's true, though. Laurie Lightfoot. <laughs> if you see you know, one of her press conferences, like, what is she wearing? Is that a pantsuit or an actual dude suit? <laughs> <laughs> and then look at Coleman Domingo. Coleman Domingo went full blown Pepto Bismol on us. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> In Jack Brad Pitt and his little man born into my veins. <laughs> Uh, this one's uh, Lakeith 
really sure you can wear tux, but how silly are you going to look standing next to this? <laughs> Seriously, though, what the hell happened here, man? Like, I have, I, I, I don't, I don't, is that, that's a pantsuit, isn't it? It is, but like. Like a jumpsuit? It's like a jumpsuit. The 70s collar going on there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I would look like, seriously, dude. I mean, these dudes are very, very courageous because you wouldn't catch me dead wearing that shit. <laughs> dead. Like, yo, yeah, no. this was de- made for you by so-and-so Vaccarello, Anthony Vaccarello. I'm like, yeah, Vaccarello, I'm good. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you, you can keep that. Yeah, we're good. Uh, let me see. Okay, so this is one about Coleman Domingo that, that made me laugh. Me. I don't feel like tweeting about the Oscars red carpet. Coleman Domingo. Hmm. We'll see about that. (laughs) (laughs) And then, this is the one. This is the one. It's like, I can't believe Halle Berry wore this to the Oscars. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh, Y'all wrong for that. (laughs) And our girl. And look at our girl. Yes. Yes. Oscar yes. attendees would not wear face masks during the telecast. <laughs> She's yeah. like, no, screw you. I'm, I'm wearing my mask. <laughs> and this one is going to say, why Brad Pitt got the same hair as Vanessa Kirby? <laughs> and then another one about... about oh, oh, God. <laughs> I just recently watched Shrek, too. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> That I couldn't get that picture off my head once I read it. Yeah, Someone want to explain to me why Halle Berry's hairdresser gave her Lord Farquaad cut. And I'm like, that's exactly the haircut, dude. It really is. Lord Farquaad. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it was it was fun <laughs> showing up at my third husband. <laughs> like, oh, that's good. They're wrong for that. And like seriously. <laughs> this one say if they sold shallwar camis at Chico's. That actually looks a little more like dress barn to me. <laughs> I've never seen her being so more matronly in a dress than this one. I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. Yeah, like maybe she wanted to be comfy. I don't know. Yeah, hey. Comfy and sparkly. <laughs> <laughs> Fun oh, fact, man. Laura Dern is wearing the bottom half of the Wampa costume from the five track. Oh, they were, no, seriously, though. <laughs> Did you see? <laughs> Did you see the shrimpers? <laughs> the shrimpers, dude. The shrimpers. <laughs> Yo, um, yeah. I wonder if she put, you know she was in there with stuff in you know the the shrimp cocktail at the at the craft table into that. It's got to be what it's for, right? Just a little refrigerator compartment compartment on one side. My girl, I'm gonna be so transparent with this one. <laughs> they didn't even have to search me, son. <laughs> no. And then finally, this one. Is this one only said Halle Berry? <laughs> Uh, oh dear that was mad wrong 
So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're glad to be back, ladies and gentlemen. We are happy to be back. We hope you enjoyed our last episode, even though it was not live stream. Oh, it had been live streamed before, uh, and we kind of like used it for the the audio version of the podcast. But it's good to be back on the line with you, showing you how we do it, right? Yes. Jojo, I wanna thank you for making it, for making it, and uh, and, and indulge us here with this. Um, <laughs> if I seem exhausted and, and not as upbeat as normal, it's because I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and let you go because I have some editing to do. And yes. a reminder that every Saturday at one o'clock, we're right here talking about either a movie or a series, as long as it is something that can be streamed. Yes, That's indeed. what kicking and streaming is all about. That's what we do. Yeah. You it's can, in the name. You, know, you can find me on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, and everywhere else, at Mr. Puzzetta, M-R-P-U-Z-Z-E-T-T-A, Jojo is on a long ass hiatus. <laughs> so you ain't going fine. <laughs> I'm running silent, but uh, I, I shall return. Hey, man. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping because, you know, we kind of miss you over here. <laughs> I'll be back. Well, all right, then. We hope you like it. These were our predictions, and uh, we got some. We lost some. See you then. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to Kicking and Streaming Podcast. If you found value in our content, please subscribe and share. We would also be delighted to hear what you think of this podcast. So please rate us by writing a quick review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all major social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. Join the conversation happening today on our Facebook group.